Hey, welcome to the Original Brew Collective Podcast. We are on episode number 10. Number 10. And if this is your first time tuning in with us, each week we review a different beer um, from a different brewery, and sometimes uh, sometimes a brewery overlaps, but it's just, it's a different beer each episode that, that we're talking about. And today, we are talking about... What are we talking about today? We're talking about Treehouse Brewing Company. Um, specifically, that's what she said. <laughs> um, that's not a joke. That's what she said is actually the name of the beer. It's a milk stout. We're very excited about this one. We've been waiting a while. We got it in a uh, beer trade. Beer that we trade. Made. That was exciting. Um, yeah. And so this is um, one of a few treehouses that we were able to uh, get our hands on. Um, treehouse, just some little fun facts to, to start off. Treehouse was founded in, a, in 2011 in Boston, Massachusetts. They're really well known for just their hazy, juicy beers. Um, but obviously they do make more than that. Like today, we're going to be having a, a stout. Um, and if you really think about it, 2011 was, and I don't know what month in 2011, but 2011, so approximately eight years ago right now. Mm-hmm. Not um, too long ago. pretty impressive that they have some of the highest rated beers on Untapped. They're so popular. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the highest rated beers on Untapped, which is an incredible feat. Um, especially for only being, you know, eight years old, there's breweries that are much older than them who have much more experience just since establishment. Um, but yeah, um, some additional facts about them. If you actually go to the original location, they do have a tree house. Really? Yeah. That you can go into. The guests are allowed to climb into. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. So maybe we should put that on our or a podcast bucket list or something. Dude, for sure. Go there and then climb into the house. Do you know how big the Maybe they let us film in their tree house. That'd be so fun. That'd be cool. Um, I do not know how big your tree house is. Like, is it what's the square up? footage? Yeah, what's the square footage of... I should call them. What's the square footage of your tree That's house? actually really cool, though. Yeah. I mean, they kind of had to do that. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there's high anticipation for their beers. Uh, from what I know, their beers are kind of announced as soon as they're canned and released as soon as they're canned. Um, you can check online um, what beers they have in stock. Uh, they usually sell out. I mean, they do... They produce quite a bit. Um, from what I've heard, they sell out within about a week because um, they produce so much. But on the, the scale that they produce and then sell, it's pretty quick if you think about it. And then you can only get their beers at the brewery. Hmm. Yeah, no distribution. So you um, have to trade if you, you don't live yeah, in the area. Yeah, if you don't you live in the area, you either have to buy a plane ticket, train ticket. There's no such thing as a gas ticket, but <laughs> fill up your car. That would be really go. fun to go, actually. Yeah, and uh, or you make a trade. And so that's what we were able to do. Um, we actually have a connection in Boston. Um, so we were lucky enough to get our hands on some um, straight from the source. They went and picked it up for us. Um, but yeah, so that's just some fun facts about Treehouse Brewing. Um, highly rated, um, highly sought after. Didn't you mention the Dolly thing? Yeah, so I can't confirm that, oh, okay. but... And you see a lot of photos of when people do go there. I mean, because it's such a sought-after brewery, like all their beers are highly sought-after. I do see a lot of photos of people going there, buying, like, tons of beer, and so that they require a dolly, like a moving dolly, to take it out to their car. Because it's like, you know, those, That's crazy. those cardboard boxes that are about, like, you know, two-ish, two feet wide, you know, maybe. And just, like, tons of beer, um... But yeah, I've seen a lot of photos of people who just go there, stock up, and then and then go home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I know they knew they opened or are in the process. I don't know if it's officially open, opening a new location. Um, oh, that looks cool. really cool. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, we're really excited about this one. Do you do you, well? Do you have like a favorite from Treehouse that you've had so far? Oh man, because how like how many have you had by then? Not as many as I would like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've had Julius. I've had Julius, which we reviewed. Um, I've had Green, which is really good as well. I mean, I've never had a bad beer from them. Mm-hmm. I've had one of the Brights. I've had Sap, and this will be. And, how many, how many is that? I think that this will that be the fifth, fifth one, right? Fifth yeah. or sixth, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, my favorite, it might be Julius. That was a good one. Yeah, so it's Julius, but with three J's and three S's. Um, that was, uh, if you haven't watched that episode, what episode was that? Do you know? I believe that was episode eight, so okay. a couple episodes ago. Yeah, so I think it was only about two episodes or so ago. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't watched that one, go watch it. That was probably one of my favorite treehouses I've had so far. Mm-hmm. Very good. This will be the first stout. Mm -hmm. that I've ever had from them. Uh, So yeah, we're really excited about this one. Let's open it up and uh, let's see how it is. Let's do it, man. Yeah. So if you're listening with us and not currently watching on YouTube, once again, we're going to be drinking That's What She Said from Treehouse Brewing Company in Charlton, Massachusetts. I believe earlier I said Boston. Um, They are, once again, located in Charlton, Massachusetts. It's a milk stout coming in at 5.6 ABV. The can is a dark, rich coffee brown with their logo on it. All right, so now that we have the beer poured, once again, we are drinking That's What She Said from Treehouse Brewing Company. So taking a look at it right off the bat, just the color, I would describe this as drip. I mean, it's the same color to me as drip coffee. It's like if you're going to a coffee shop and said, I want my coffee black. This is, this is, what, it, <laughs> yeah. this is what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's pretty spot on. It's just black coffee is what it looks like um, let's give it a little swirl see what we get on the glass yeah it does leave um, you know a coating on the glass and you give it a swirl which is a, a positive sign for a stout um, like to see that you can see a little bit of head on this um, leaving that lacing I feel like Almost it's a pretty good, time. good head for, for a stout yeah yeah. In yeah. a lot of cases in stouts um, that we've reviewed it's uh, lighter on the head retention, um, which is, I feel like, pretty normal for mm-hmm. stouts. Yeah. Uh, but this one, yeah, this one's pretty solid. And let's see what we get on the nose. Yeah. Okay, so for me, right off the bat, this smells like... I've, I'm picking up a lot of a lot of coffee for mm-hmm. me and yeah. car- caramel. I was going to say the it's exact like, it's same like, thing. It's like a coffee caramel... I, like a coffee caramel yeah. roast or yeah. something. That's that's kind of, that's what I what I'm smelling. I feel like with stouts, you're always. I mean, typically, more often than not, you're going to get some coffee in there. I'm excited uh, to try this. Yeah, the, for me, the coffee stood out right away. Uh, or, I mean, sorry, the caramel stood out mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, coffee, like I mentioned, but yeah, I got a lot of caramel. Right it, yeah, it's like, I mean, coffee caramel. That I really like caramel too. I'm so yeah. excited to try this. Yeah, I know. It's, I mean, it's smelling really nice on the nose. A lot of caramel. Um, let's see how it uh, see how it tastes. Yeah. That is chocolate milk. Not so. Much, I'm not getting a whole lot of caramel. That's uh, interesting. I did get it on the nose, like like I mentioned, but it tastes like chocolate milk. And there's this. I mean, yeah. I would sip this and be like a coffee chocolate milk. I should say. Yeah, like a like a mocha almost. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I wouldn't be conf- confused this with chocolate milk. <laughs> like, there's something off about this chocolate milk. It's too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because 
I definitely, gosh, because on the nose it is so. A lot of caramel. A lot of caramel and a lot of, to me, like I'm smelling a lot of coffee as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the, the taste of it is very, it's very chocolatey. Yeah, this is a really good one. It is. Um, like I had mentioned, it's only 5.6 ABV. Um, so on the lighter side. Mm -hmm. um, so there's not... The mouthfeel definitely reflects that too. Yeah. Yeah, there's no bite. Um, it's not too overly heavy. Mm -hmm. This is like a easy like sipping stout, you know? It's, yeah. But it definitely coats the mouth. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty smooth. It's super smooth. I, you know, kind of a thicker mouthfeel a little bit, just the way it coats the mouth um, afterwards when you finish your sip. Mm -hmm. But this is a really good stout. Um, caramel, not so much um, on the palate, more so on the nose for me. And then uh, a lot of coffee um, on the nose and um, the taste. I was actually just going to say that last taste that I had, that I tasted a lot of coffee. Mm -hmm. on yeah. It. So it's like, yeah, kind of... Didn't you say you were getting chocolate a lot too? A little bit of chocolate. I'm getting mostly I don't know coffee. If I said that out loud. Like, did I say that? Well, chocolate milk. Tastes oh like yeah, yeah, milk. yeah. I didn't say directly chocolate, but yeah, yeah. There's a little. There's some chocolate in there. Kind of chocolate milk um, vibe that we're getting from this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is really good. I'm excited to see like if the caramel comes. I think out it will the, because it takes. You can't judge a beer off of taking two sips. You need at yeah. least a few to really. Um, grasp what's going on and we're only a handful of a few sips in already uh this is really good like we i'll just reiterate coffee some chocolate um i actually on that last sip felt like i was getting a little more caramel and i'm hoping that as it opens up a little bit i will the, the caramel will progressively come out a little bit more mm -hmm. um this is a really good stout so far yeah right off the bat um, it is yeah. Um, for brewery talk. So if you've watched this before, um, you're familiar with what we do. We review a beer, um, a different beer each time. And then we do brewery talk, which is kind of just casual conversations about different topics. Mm -hmm. Today's topic, and we thought this was very fitting. I think a few episodes or so ago, we even said that we were going to try to do this topic. Well, you said you had the perfect beer. And, I did. And here it is. Yeah, so we did an episode where we discussed um, some some of our favorite TV shows. One of mine was The Office. One of Ben's was Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's a common debate um, between which show is better, The Office versus Parks and Rec. I personally think they're both great shows. Uh, <laughs> but I do have a preference. I choose The Office, hence my Shroot Farms shirt. Yeah. So if you're watching... <laughs> You can see, yep. I'm wearing my Shroot Farm shirt. Bed and Breakfast. Bed and Breakfast, established in 1812. <laughs> um, very proud of this shirt. Uh, but yeah, and so to top it off, as far as the office side of things go, the beer is called That's What She Said. And everyone yep. knows, quote by Michael Scott. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to discuss the office um, and Parks and Rec. Kind of Dude, we're gonna say which one heavy is debate. a heavy debate, <laughs> which one is better, uh, but as well as just kind of talk about our favorite moments from those shows. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So how should we start this? Like, I, I don't really know. Okay, how about I'll start with, oh, I'll start with something. So okay. I, I, I should say like right off the bat, I mean, if this is a debate, I feel like Robert's already winning because he's wearing a shirt that <laughs> is based off of the TV show. At least it shows more more dedication and then brought the beer that has to do with the, with, show. With the show. Heavily office themed at this point already. Yeah, it is very, very office. No I, feel like it's kinda, I feel like it's kind of skewed towards the office <laughs> right now. But I will say, for, okay, for Parks and Rec, 
this this might be a reason why I like Parks and Rec so much better. Yeah, is because that was I watched it first. Okay, Parks and Rec is what I watched first, and I knew I actually I had tried to watch The Office mm-hmm. like before Parks and Rec, and like I just couldn't get into it. Mm. And then for some reason, with Parks and Rec, I just I got into it like kind of automatically. So maybe that that might be a reason why, because I think. Was, what was the first one for you? Did you watch The Office before Parks and Rec? Yeah, absolutely. Par- uh, Office <laughs> came out years before Parks and Rec. Um, mm-hmm. So I saw The Office first. Um, and I do want to clarify that we are only going to be discussing the American Office. Okay. Not British. Good call. Good yeah. call. Um, just for clarification. Um, I have tried to watch British Office. Uh, didn't capture me as well as, mm-hmm. as the American version. Yeah. No disrespect to the British version, but American is more my style. Um, but yeah, no, so... Office did come out um, years before Parks mm-hmm. and Rec did, um, but yeah, I I think you're you're the strategy you're taking right now is a good idea. Let's talk about why you think Parks and Rec is better. Okay, and then I'll say why, and then we can talk about favorite parts. Yeah, so I think well for for me, like I think that might be one of the reasons why I like it better is because mm-hmm. it's what I watched first. Mm-hmm. But um, and I feel like some of our reasons might be might be similar, but in Parks and Rec, I just like I love the characters so much in that show. Like there's there's a lot of all of, like there there isn't one that I can say that I don't really like except for the ones that you're not supposed to like because there's there's some characters that are really annoying but those are the ones that you're not supposed like to jam is that his name? yeah yeah that's the one I was thinking of jam he's super annoying um, but like so I like I really like that about it I think the character development is is really good and I like about Parks and Rec what I like about it is they're like a they all like each other. Like, mm-hmm. they're all, like, best friends and family. And except I don't, for? Uh, except for Jerry, Larry, or Gary, or Terry, <laughs> yes. whatever. He, he always changed. Yeah. And that always made me sad. It made me sad when they were, like, oh, it was funny. Like, yeah. after, the first time watching it, like, I was like, man, why are they, like, ragging on this guy? But then when, when you watch it again, it's, it's just pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah. Um, so, really, I like that, that they're all kind of, like, best friends. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of set it apart too. Cause yeah, in the office, that's not really the case. They kind of all like dislike each other almost, but okay. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm sure, you, I'm sure you have an <laughs> argument against that. Um, um, so that's, I mean, that, that's like my first reason why I just really liked the characters relationships with each other. And I thought that's a good reason. I thought it was really funny. And to each their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a good reason I do like Parks and Rec. I mm-hmm. don't have any really bad things to say about that show i have my reasons why i think the office is better but i do really enjoy parks and rec mm-hmm. like i've said um the reason i think that i like the office better um i really liked uh the character development yep. especially if, if you're comparing like certain relationships like obviously you look at parks and rec and you look at the office and they do have characters that are kind of supposed to play the similar similar roles you know um Leslie Nope is kind of like Michael Scott in a way, but not really. I mean, that's not... They're like... The, but you... So I, I get what you're saying. For the rela- point being that I'm trying to make is you look at, like, the uh, key love relationships within those shows, and The Office was Jim and Pam, mm-hmm. and then Parks and Rec was Leslie and Ben. I think that... I personally think that uh, Jim and Pam's relationship was more fulfilling when they finally got together like everyone else. Um, there wasn't a huge, str- as big of a struggle with um, Leslie and Ben. Um, I think that the office characters are a little more multi-dimensional, if that makes sense. There's more, a little more depth with the the Parks and Rec. I feel like they're exaggerated versions almost of these characters. So I 
I love Aziz Ansari. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I really like his character. He's one of my favorite characters in Parks and Rec. Um, but they, just for him, for example, he is, you know, plays that, has that exaggerated personality when the office, I feel like a lot of their characters have these, you know, interesting, quirky personalities, but they're, there's a little more depth to them. And they do, and I, to credit Parks and Rec, they do break out of that. So it's not just, like, you, you do see Aziz, in particular, his soft side, mm-hmm. when he was, like, in love with that girl. Um, but I just think that, personally, that Office characters might have a little more depth. Um, I think that a lot of their characters can have standalone episodes a little bit better. I'm, they Parks and Rec does do that. Um, and I just think Office has a little more quotable lines. Um, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not like they created that's what she said, but um, those are some of the reasons why I just really appreciate The Office. But like I said, I think within my argument, I even complimented <laughs> quite a bit Parks and Rec, because I do really like that show. Yeah. Aziz, what is Aziz's name in that? Tom Haverford. Tom Haverford, yeah. 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 Uh, what was the <laughs> what was the drink he made? Snake juice? Snake juice. Snake juice. Because <laughs> like I said, it's a really good show. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to hate on Parks and Rec. Well, okay, so you think, like, Dwight... You think he is a relatable... I don't know, because it kind of sounded like you are saying mm-hmm. Parks and Rec characters were not as relatable. They're more exaggerated. So you think, like, Dwight is a relatable character? I think that the majority of The Office as a whole is a more relatable experience to the experience of Parks and Rec with, like, all these people who, like... Especially Leslie and Ben, um, who love, like, obsessively love their job. When you have The Office and, like, Jim in episode one, he's kind of like, I'm boring myself talking about what I do. Like, that's more relatable, in my opinion, to what Mm. the average person um, is going to feel about their job. I enjoy, like, you know, there's people out there who enjoy their job, um, obviously. But, um, so to that extent, yeah. um, I think that it's more relatable in a sense. Uh, But for Dwight... He is a really good example of multidimensional because he is kind of like like really into his job, but like over, and overly dedicated like to a to a fault where it's really funny. But then they show his softer side as the seasons progress. You actually see more like he, him, and Jim were arch, like arch enemies, and then they become like really good friends. Um, and even right before the wedding, he was supposed to be his bestest mensch. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. It's basically his best man. Um, but, uh, yeah, so if they used to be enemies. They become, like, really good friends. He has that soft moment where he, uh, he they kind of looks after Pam because he stumbles upon her when she's, like, upset and crying. And he takes off his jacket gives it to her. Uh, so just specifically if we're talking about Dwight right now, yeah, I think that they kind of, his character definitely, and a lot of characters do, um, mm-hmm. progresses more and you see the character development mm-hmm. within the office. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Because I think, I think for... Like I, I don't know. It's it's funny how people view things differently. Because mm-hmm. I thought that the Parks and Rec characters were more relatable. Like specifically, like I know Leslie's like Leslie. She's no, extreme. She is, but like Michael Scott, dude, that guy. <laughs> okay, so one of the reasons I like Parks and Rec more, and I know this is probably not a popular opinion, yeah. but like I do not, I did not like Michael Scott. I love. He's I one could of my not. He was the reason, like, that the show was hard for me to watch. And, but, so I think, like, Michael, um, like, I, and I really liked Leslie a lot. Yeah. And I know she's, like, really intense. She's likable. She is very, yeah, she's yeah. very likable. And, um, but I think it also, it just depends on what kind of comedy you like, That's too, true. I mean, know? obviously, and both sides of this are completely, you know, depending on the individual. 
Because um, I think I, I liked the... Because I know... I agree with you about, like, the characters being... Like, like Andy, like Chris Pratt's character. I is, wish they would have given... I really liked Andy. I really like Chris Pratt. One thing, yeah. And he is another really good example of just an exaggerated version of one and, side. And like, um, they do show other sides. And Rob Lowe's character. Yeah. Is super, but I, I just think it's I, hilarious. I wish they would have showed a little bit more of a different side of... Uh, of Chris Pratt's character, because I really liked it. Uh, well, he Andy, was... What's his name? Um, Andy Dwyer. Andy, Andy Dwyer. I was yeah. confusing him, because Andy... And yeah, because he was well. very... Um, I mean, he was always Kind of dopey. Yeah, he was always just a... Like yeah, a but I mean, airhead. Yeah, you know, but the office had that. That was Kevin, and there, Kevin. I will actually say there wasn't a whole lot of dimension. The to shows Kevin. are actually pretty similar. Yeah, they, they really are. They have we have Kevin in, in uh, the office, and then we have Andy in uh, Parks Andy and Parks and Rec, who's Chris Pratt, not to be confused with Andy in the office, who I really like, who I really like. But then you, I personally really disliked him at certain points. Mm-hmm. And became kind of a jerk, but then you like him at the end. Um, a lot of people say about the office that they don't like the ending once Michael left. Uh, oh, that was when I started liking it more. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually, to your point, I was going to say I can completely understand where someone would be coming from when they said that they didn't like his character because in season one, that's when it was kind of cringy. Like they were just trying to figure out what direction. A lot of shows to go. Are like that. Yeah, though. Like, they're trying to figure out what direction, and he was. It was like almost to me a little over the top, like awkward, uncomfortable, dry. Um, oh yeah. But they, I think his character yeah, I think that just he, stuck I, with me. Yeah. I learned. I will like, say there were times where Michael Scott, like there was episodes where like he would actually make me laugh. Like mm-hmm. I remember the episode where um, they go to his girl. I think Janet, Jan. What's his girl? Jan. Name? Jan. They go to her house for a dinner party. That is, I, I think, one of the high. Oh, really? Episodes. Yeah, that I one. Love that one. Um, that was really funny. It's called Dinner Party, and yeah, it was a uh, Michael's condo that he had purchased and yeah Jan had moved into yeah them. that was a pretty funny episode that was I, so awkward and I love it it's like <laughs> but I you would imagine a dinner at your boss's house to be like so this so. is so this is the thing I think like talking about this mm-hmm. I think I realized like I don't really like awkward comedy yeah I because I don't like I don't think I like feeling awkward and like <laughs> while I'm watching it like I just feel uncomfortable you know and I yeah. think that kind of puts me off and the office is a lot of awkward comedy like that's the premise of the show yeah well not the premise of the show but a lot of it in there is people like either pissed at each other or like giving uncomfortable looks Mm -hmm. at the camera and it's just like you can tell that they're upset at the other person but some people think that's really funny um like another a comedy like a movie like meet the parents like i can't stand those movies and a lot of people like those movies but I don't like it because it makes me uncomfortable. Mm. I don't know. It's interesting. So I think that yeah, might be why. Like I like in Parks and Rec, like they're all like friends with each other. Yeah, you know, and like they all besides like Jerry, Jerry and stuff, and like they have the the moments and everything. And but I just I it's just more feel good to me. One thing that I appreciate um, actually is so in Parks and Rec they have Jerry in the office they have Toby. But I will say, not everyone's mean to Toby. It's usually only Michael. And there's an occasional circumstance where Toby. Toby gets, you know... And it is funny to think about after, like, how much he hates Toby. Yeah. You know? But they do target other characters. So it's not only Toby. So for Toby, it's Michael is always hates him. Um, and there's occasionally circumstances where other people are like, what the hell, Toby? Um, but they also, like, give Kevin a hard time and other characters like that as well. And Ryan... Um, okay. Yeah. So I like that they From like just. Ryan. I like that Ryan's funny. Too. I like they just that they broke that up a bit. Um, when in Parks and Rec, it was almost always just Jerry. Although they did give um, Tom Aziz's. I'm sorry, some crap mm-hmm. in certain circumstances and other characters. I saw like it was more distributed in the office. Um, 
And I don't know, maybe you know this, I can, about Parks and Rec, but I can say for The Office, um, I was surprised to find out how many characters, actors on that show actually helped, like, write the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, Toby was a big writer, Ryan, um, mm-hmm. I knew Kelly, about- Kapoor, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of them are actually writers for the show, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that it is. It just kind of showcases their talent. Mm-hmm. I don't know that about Parks and Rec, but... Uh, yeah, it's possible that some of them wrote for it, mm-hmm. but... So yeah. who's like your who's like your favorite character? That is a very hard question. I think it, and I this is going to go against everything you believe, but I think it might be Michael. No, yeah, I love Michael and I love Dwight. So is it really obviously everyone likes Jim? No, it doesn't bother me because <laughs> um, I like I said you said it was hard for you to get into because of Michael. Well, season one is what you're going to start with, and that was mm-hmm. very. They're kind of trying to figure out where they're going, and it was kind of awkward at first. Yeah, I watched the thing about when they filmed season one that the characters the actors weren't sure if, how it was going to go if they were going to even make it to you know season two they're like well, you're kind of figuring things out here um but yeah i if i had to pick a favorite it might be it might have to be michael <laughs> just because i loved his character development they show that he's not just kind of a dumb boss but he actually you know when he really tries he's good at what he does he cares about what he does and he cares about the people he works with despite all his like you know Weird antics and character flaws. Yeah. I really like him. <laughs> Who's your favorite character on uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, my favorite character on Parks and Rec. I mean, honestly, it's like main character. Okay, yeah, my main character that I like, it's probably Ben, honestly. I like Ben. I really like Ben. And like, I think that there's a lot of episodes. The reason why is like, there's a lot of episodes where like, I almost start crying laughing because of like, his character mm-hmm. about what he's doing. Like the one where he gets drunk on blueberry wine. <laughs> and his teeth are yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch. Oh his my teeth are gosh. blue. I like die. Like that doesn't matter how many times I watch that episode. And then when he like quits and is creating um, Cones of Dunshire. I was going to ask you if you knew the name of that Cones game. of Dunshire. That so funny. Yeah. And it kind of takes off. Super funny. Yeah. And he does, tries to do claymation, but <laughs> I really like him because he's really funny, but he's also like the most normal one. Yeah, that's true. Out of them, I like he really is, and because he comes into the town as like an outsider, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "What is, like, why are you people like this?" But yeah. so he's like the most normal, but also like, in my opinion, and then I just think he's hilarious. He's so funny. I think him and Anne are the most normal. Yeah, definitely by far. I um, like Anne, but I and she's also in office. She is. She's Karen Filippelli. Man, she's just yeah. also. I wonder. Oh gosh. We should reach out and see if we could have gotten her as a guest on this <laughs> yeah. and asked her, which one do you yeah. like more? Well, she was a main character on Parks and Rec. She probably would. Yeah, that's true. She wasn't, so uh, yeah, office. she wasn't, I mean, she was but in a knows? few seasons. And she was a key character for those seasons that she was in. Yeah. But, um, then there's this other character, like Jean Ralphio in Parks and Rec. That dude. He's funny. Yeah, he cracks me up. But, um, yeah, that's, he's my favorite. Ben's probably mine. For sure. What are, uh, I think, what would you say is, like, one of your top favorite moments from Parks and Rec? Like the very top? Well, yeah. okay, so I, I, I mean, obviously you're going to have more, but what comes yeah. to mind? So I mentioned the blueberry wine. Yeah, that's like that the, was funny. To me, that's, the, like... They were at a winery, right? He just gets super hammered. Yeah, and then they, like, meet this um, other, the other Ron um, from... Oh, yeah. From the other... What is Eagleton? From Eagleton. Yeah. And then he just, yeah, he gets hammered on blueberry wine, and like, it's hilarious. But I think, honestly, probably my favorite scene, and it might just be because it's, like, in the one of the last episodes, but, or I think it is the last episode, when Leslie gives um, Ron, they, like, 
heal their, they had this like feud and then they like make up and everything. And then she gives him a new job at a state park and mm-hmm. then it's like him. Um, I don't know. It was just a beautiful, beautiful yeah. moment. Leslie and Ron moments. They're, they're really good. There's a lot of heart to them and I like it. I think for me, and yes, I second that. There are a lot mm-hmm. of moments that are really great between them. Um, for me, for the office, I think the office is, I mean, there's so many scenes that are hilarious in the office. I really actually, um, I've been asked this, what was my favorite, like add on character and hands down, in my opinion, I love Aaron, the receptionist. Oh she's yeah, so funny and like her personality and how she would kind of show with people. Red hair, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I um, actually I liked her too. One of my favorite. I mean, I think they're they're known. Like I said, they're known for all their funny scenes and really quotable lines, but they're also really known for their hilarious intros. And so I think for a long time, one of my favorite intros was the fake fire drill, where uh, Dwight lit a cigarette. And he starts off like today smoking will save lives, and then he throws it, starts a fire, and then locks all the doors, and then people are just going crazy trying to break out through the like the Michael throws uh, like a he throws out something throughout a window to break through the window, and uh, Angela climb Oscar climbs into the ceiling, Angela throws her cat up into the ceiling. I thought that was so funny. Um, another really good intro, um, it, and it's a little more brief, is Asian Jim. When Jim and Pam hire yeah. their actor friend um, to pretend to be Jim and confuse Dwight, I thought that was so freaking funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> you're not, you're not Jim. Jim they like Asian. replace the pictures hey, and everything. Hats off for your nuts to, for not saying race. <laughs> <laughs> and just try to they convince Jim or convince Dwight that he's going crazy and that Jim has been Asian this whole time. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. That is funny. Um, yeah, but I feel like when people ask like, which you know, some of the best scenes from the office i always think of intros hmm. so intros are hilarious that's cool yeah well okay so i will say like i think both shows mm-hmm. are obviously good shows yeah, they're you know funny. they have they're i don't know just great for for tv history you know and my favorite scene in the office i will say i've watched the office like i watched the whole thing so i'm not just saying this based off of me <laughs> watching the first season my favorite thing from the office scene is when um Jim and Pam stay at Dwight's bed and breakfast. <laughs> that, and that one is so funny. Specifically when Pam like looks out the window and Moe's... Because she hears the sound. She, she hears, hears the, the sound, sound. And Moe's is in the, in the outhouse and she like looks at the camera and she's like, what, what century are we in? <laughs> I, don't, I just thought that was so funny. Yeah. So I'd be shocked if anyone who's listening or watching right now on YouTube hasn't seen these shows. That would be... Really surprising. Or at least heard of them. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't imagine yeah. you haven't heard of them. If you haven't seen them, I would give them a try. Watch them, please. They're really good. Both of the shows are great. Um, I'd like to... Parks and Rec is, is better. <laughs> Debatable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that's kind of our thoughts, I guess, on these two shows. Yeah. I like, like I said, I like both. Mm-hmm. I do prefer The Office over... Um, in fact, fun fact, I... Uh, I go to sleep watching The Office every night. <laughs> I like to fall asleep to TV, so we put on The Office, and it's like relaxing to me because I'm so familiar with the show and all the lines. So I kind of just block it out and just fall asleep right away. Hmm. But, yeah. Anyways, that's what she said. Is <laughs> the beer that we're drinking? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, milks out. Treehouse once again. I think I started off the episode by saying Boston, Massachusetts. That's not correct. It's Charl- Charlton, 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 Massachusetts. So I stand corrected by myself. Um, milk's out really good initially we were getting coffee um, it's kind of like a milk chocolate uh, notes to it 
Um, caramel on the nose, not so much on the taste, but I will say that now that it's opening up, I feel like I'm personally getting a little bit more caramel. I was going to say that, actually. Okay. Anything else that you're noticing? Um, I think that was, that was that's actually what I was going to say, is that the caramel is more on the back end of it for me. Like, it's it's light. It's very subtle there. It is there, still subtle. But yes. um, it did come through, which I was pretty happy about, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it was opening up yeah. to that. I mean, it just finishes off smooth. It's only 5.6 or so um, ABV. Yeah, it's very, yeah, very easy to drink. Yeah. So I think that we're going to keep enjoying this delicious beer. Yes. And if you are watching this on YouTube, we would just ask that you'd subscribe to our channel. That way Please. you can just see the different beers that we're reviewing. And we post an episode um, each week, um, typically on Monday, is when we post our, our episodes. And if you want to continue listening and you have to stop watching, we're on all podcast yeah. platforms. I feel like that's a pretty easy ask. Yeah. I mean, subscribe. It's yeah. It's not a uh, burden. No, burdens. not at all. Yeah. doesn't, uh, just subscribe. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to be bothered. You'll get just, you'll, all you do is get updates when we post new episodes mm-hmm. so you can watch and subscribe and then follow us on social media. We're on uh, Instagram, yes. Facebook, and Twitter at Original Brew Collective. We post daily. Daily. Um, except for Twitter. Mm-hmm. What's our handle on Twitter? Our handle on Twitter is at Brew Original. So, on Instagram and Facebook, it's at Original Brew Collective. Twitter, it is at Brew Original. And like we said, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on the podcast. But we are going to continue by drinking this great beer from Treehouse Brew. Yes. So, so, so we will. Cheers, guys. Cheers.